You're listening to Trademarks Made Easy. Trademarks Made Easy is the podcast focused on helping brand owners in the e-commerce space. With your host, Susie Hickson, the private label lawyer. But don't worry, you won't find too much legalese here. Well, hey there. I'm your host, Susie Hickson, also known as the private label lawyer. Now, in this episode, we're going to dig deep into how to create a strong brand presence on Amazon specifically, keeping in mind that great brand names attract amazing and most importantly, loyal customers. So, you're ready? Here we go. Your brand name is the core identifier for your e-commerce business. It's how customers learn to recognize your products and your brand immediately. Brands can be presented in ways that are strong or luxurious, corporate, whimsical, daring, gnarly. You get the picture. Every business strives to communicate its brand with its target audience. You communicate your brand via your trademark or your brain tattoo. If your brand is relatable, then consumers will subconsciously have your brand in mind and can associate it with their daily activities and needs. As an example, Nivea is a strong beauty and skincare brand. Its trademark is instantly associated with beauty and skincare. When a consumer sees that trademark, even without being keenly aware, she can deduce it must be something to do with skincare. Even the sound of the trademark when enunciated, it flows, it's soft, just how the product is intended to leave your skin. Achieving such consumer awareness is really not an easy task for most businesses. Some of us really struggle with the deceptively complex task of choosing a strong brand name. And this is because the entire branding campaign is created in relation to the brand name. And brand campaigns have become increasingly important as consumers are becoming more conscious of each product they buy. As competition grows, it is becoming even more of a necessity to build a unique brand name and a unique story in each sector of business. And e-commerce has intensified the competition between businesses as business owners of all sizes are looking to tap into that online consumer market. So whether we like it or not, Amazon has emerged as the top e-commerce platform out there. I guess you can call me Captain Obvious. But within that platform exists many players fighting for customers. A quick search on Amazon, for example, for mobile phones, will produce so many results. While pricing is a factor that customers are considering on Amazon, that brand name can really factor in as well. An example, Apple, that's a high-end brand name. Samsung is also another valuable mobile phone brand. But how about Xiaomi? I don't even know if I'm pronouncing that right. I just found it on Amazon. It's spelled X-I-A-O-M-I. Even though it 
seems to be a great mobile device production company sold at prices that are an absolute bargain compared to Apple and Samsung, the brand name is arguably quite inferior. As an aside, how does one even verbally share the brand name Xiaomi? I don't even know if I'm pronouncing it correctly. It's unlikely that even if it's a great product that friends want to tell their friends about, a massive chunk of the consuming public might be unsure how to pronounce the brand name and therefore less likely to share. And it's going to be almost impossible to search. Please take this as a lesson to learn when you go about selecting your own brand names. Hence, Apple continues to dominate in sales over that cheaper and relatively inferior brand. Convincing a customer to buy a renowned, tried-and-true brand is minimal. However, for reasonably new or inferior brands, you'll have a hard time convincing customers to buy them. If you're a vendor in an online marketplace, quote-unquote private label allows you to package and sell products actually manufactured by others. We know this. That's why we're here. All marketing and advertising and branding should be in line with that target consumer. So, for instance, if you are someone or a business who's providing cheaper alternatives, your brand must communicate to consumers looking for cheaper alternatives. If you're targeting premium consumers, on the other hand, defined as those who are interested in quality over price, then your brand must tell a premium story. So keep in mind the Dollar General stores versus Whole Foods. The branding is totally different, and the brand names do align with the branding and the target consumer. So how do you build your own brand online? Well, first of all, you have to create an online presence. An e-commerce store needs an online presence, obviously, and that presence really should not be solely dependent on Amazon. Whether that presence is another website, a fan page, an online store, Shopify, whatever, your target customers need to be able to find you, whether or not you're on Amazon. So you should first consider really setting up your own e-commerce site. You can use a platform like Shopify for this. Then decide the additional online channels to which you want to distribute your products. And remember, Amazon is not the only one. Check out Jet, for example. If you have pet products, check out Chewy. Second of all, you want to determine your own trademark and possibly a tagline. Your online presence should be immediately recognizable via your trademark. And keep in mind, if you need help selecting a trademark, that's something that we can definitely help you do. Remember, your trademark acts as a source identifier. When a trademark is on your website and packaging and products, customers can immediately identify your business from your competitors. And you'll hear me say it all the time, trademarks can and should act as brain tattoos. A tagline offers a brief description of your business, and these can come in really handy if you do end up with a coined trademark. You can choose to describe what you sell a bit via that tagline. If you end up with, again, a trademark that's coined or arbitrary, that strong tagline might be even more critical in those types of situations. 
Now let's think about Coca-Cola. Their taglines have actually evolved over the decades to describe the different feelings consumers derive from drinking the product. The song, I'd Like to Teach the World to Sing, from the 70s, acted as, as sort of a glorified tagline used to kickstart the renovation of its branding and marketing. So always make sure your trademark and your tagline are relevant to your business and your consumers. That way they can easily relate to it. Now, another step in creating your brand is getting social. Love it or hate it, social media has become the easiest way to engage and build a loyal customer base. And it's not going anywhere anytime soon. I hate to say it. And as such, social media is sort of your soapbox from which you can introduce products before customers search for it on digital marketplaces like Amazon. You'll be able to reach a wide range of consumers with a single post. Running campaigns and analyzing engagement metrics should also be considered, particularly if you're using Facebook. And another thing that you can do to build your own online brand presence is add relatable content. Of course, no one likes a salesperson. Someone who merely pushes their products while providing no additional value is considered irritating and ineffective. Ask yourself these questions to avoid coming off in the wrong way. First of all, what value are you providing your customer base other than the products listed for sale? There needs to be some value that goes above and beyond. Also, ask yourself, can customers find quick tips on how to use my product or make the best selection between different variations of my product? Content is king, even when it comes to digital marketing and products. Therefore, there should be no excuse for failing to add helpful and relevant content on your e-commerce site if you wish to establish authority in your line of business. So why are brand names so important? Before deciding on a brand name, it really should possess some of the following characteristics at a minimum. Uniqueness, catchiness, simplicity, and relatability. So what is the purpose of a brand name? A brand name acts as a point of reference for any company. All businesses really need one to operate. A brand name distinguishes your business from those of others. And we can all be vendors on Amazon, but this does not change the fact that our clients will find and differentiate between us by using our brand names. A brand name is used to make consumers aware of your business subconsciously. So suppose a client buys from your store and is pleased with the service or product you offer. When they hear that brand name again, they will remember their shopping experience with you. Perhaps they will use your brand name as a reference for anyone else who needs that same product or even service that you provide. The psychology behind brand name effectiveness dictates that it must be easy to digest and easy to remember. If your brand name is a mouthful, shorten it. If it's a name that's difficult to pronounce, change it. The last thing you want to have is consumers having a hard time pronouncing your brand name. Otherwise, how would people be able to verbally share or search for your brand name on Alexa? You want people who love your products coming right back to you, and you want them to be able to easily share your brand name and your products. Also, 
you need to make sure your brand name is correctly interpreted by your target market. Otherwise, they won't be able to make the connection between the brand name and whatever it is you're selling. And as an aside, you might want to double check the connotation of your proposed brand name. See if there's any unintended meanings. Don't be afraid. The online urban dictionary just might be your new best friend. Just be careful if you're using it in public. Now, Amazon has provided an easily accessible platform for individuals and corporations to position their products and make sales. Because a considerable number of vendors exist on this platform, you must succeed at creating an outstanding brand name if you want to truly compete with the big dogs. When a customer is looking for a product, they're likely to do their research on a couple of brands, especially ones that they're already familiar with, before making their final purchasing decision. And in most cases, customers check for reviews as starting points. And of course, consumers love the also bought section on Amazon. Once they decide on the brand to purchase, they'll check Amazon for prices and even more reviews. So to succeed on Amazon, you must really have a good brand story, an association, and a beautiful brand name. Most sellers who create a unique brand are private label sellers. These particular vendors often outsource the manufacturer of the products they sell, of course. And private label sellers compete with big brands in their respective industries these days. Now, keep in mind that truly great brand names are created. They're not just selected. If you're a private label seller, the first thing you must do, of course, is select your products. But of course, developing your brand and ultimately aligned brand name goes hand in hand with product selection. Do not overlook the importance of brand name creation as you go about product selection. Further, you must market your brand and continually build upon it. After you create a brand, you'll want a solid brand name that aligns with your brand to protect your business from malicious intellectual property theft and sabotage. So here are a few tips to help you as you go about creating a brand name. So first of all, if you think that you've come up with a pretty good brand name, make sure you search across relevant trademark databases such as the United States Patent and Trademark Office. And you might also want to check the European Union Intellectual Trademark Office and the World Intellectual Property Organization. If the name you want to use is already registered for closely related goods, you might want to look for another brand name. Now, another thing you want to do is identify your ideal market. It's okay to not want to sell your product to the whole world. Now, the way you appeal to a specific clientele matters immensely. If you're targeting teenagers and young adults, a brand name needs to be relatable to their particular experience. However, an elderly age group could find that same brand name unappealing. The way you market to women is different than the way you market to men. Phrases and color palettes and style choices will change according to the gender you're selling to. If you're selling to both sexes, then your brand needs to be sex and gender neutral. Now, consumers hold the key to the construction of your brand, and you're probably asking me, what the heck does she mean? Well, what I mean is that their reviews and referrals are what will grow your business, leading more customers, hopefully, your way. 
However, you need to make it easier for consumers to remember your brand name and to engage with you whenever necessary. If you heard the phrase or saw the name Super Electronics Shop, for example, and it turns out their primary service is selling cosmetics or clothes, it would be difficult to relate to that brand and even remember to even shop there because it just makes no sense. We'd probably dismiss it fairly quickly. There are two stories behind a brand name, the story told by the consumer and the story that inspired the name of the brand. Now, if both stories are positive, you are on the right track. Once you have a strong brand name for your Amazon business, it really is time to protect it. Otherwise, someone else can register their shop with your brand name and come off as you or masquerade as you. They'll benefit from all your marketing efforts at no cost to them. Their activities, whether good or bad, will be associated with your brand name. Now, assuming this person defrauds clients or customers and sells faulty products, those negative reviews could end up crippling your business. So how do you protect your brand name? It can really be boiled down to a two-step process when it comes to Amazon. First of all, of course, you apply for your trademark. Getting a trademark registered for your brand name will help prevent other third parties from registering that same brand name. Now, if they do end up registering, if it slips through, or if they end up infringing by just using the trademark, they'll be violating your trademark rights. And this gives you the right to seek legal action against them. So even though the trademark filing process is typically fairly simple, it does take a bit of time for the trademark to eventually be registered. This is information that you need to keep the process as speedy as possible. You'll need your legal business name for your registration. You can own it as an individual, but most likely your business will own it. You'll need the trademark or the brand name, obviously. Addresses, pictures of your product that bear your trademark. And this serves as proof that you're using the trademark. You'll need to provide to the USPTO the date that you first started using the trademark on your product. And you'll need to know what international classes you're using with the trademark. Now, second, you'll only want to register the brand in Amazon's brand registry program once your trademark registers. Once you've been issued your registered trademark, you can begin that process of enrolling the trademark in Amazon's brand registry program. So make sure before you do this that you review and understand Amazon's terms and conditions associated with brand registry. To enroll, you'll need to log on to Amazon's brand registry, select your trademark, upload images of your products, and submit your application. Now, there may be some additional steps, and keep in mind that the requirements for Amazon's brand registry program do evolve over time. You will be notified via email concerning the status of your application into brand registry, and it generally takes just a few days, if not shorter. I think that brand registry is something that most private labels should definitely consider. Now, let's talk very quickly about Amazon's role, or like thereof, in brand protection. So Amazon introduced this brand registry program in their alleged attempt to minimize and eliminate counterfeits. Through the brand registry, trademark owners can report intellectual property infringement. 
However, the real benefits seem to be a bit lackluster in my opinion. And the platform has attempted a rollout of several other programs alleging to help brand owners, such as Transparency and Project Zero. And these are programs that brand owners really do need to consider. So why should you consider joining Amazon's brand registry program? Well, private label sellers need more than the seller's central tools most commonly used to customize product listings on Amazon. They also must provide information on their products while creating the listing. And because counterfeiting and faulty products are such invasive issues and problems on the Amazon platform, Amazon is requiring private sellers to register their brands to curb such issues. If you're wondering why this new tool is so essential, you'll need to learn more about the specifics of brand registry. But brand registry offers these additional tools which allow for more customized listings with video and image carousels. Through the registry, sellers can search for violations connected to their intellectual property. And this will enable them to take the necessary precautions or even direct action as per the violations. And hopefully brain registry really does act as a way to deter IP rights violations. But at this time, I'm just not really seeing it. Now, selling products on Amazon has become a serious avenue for many businesses relying on sales as their primary revenue generator. However, it exposes businesses to fraudulent characters. When someone copies everything about your brand and becomes a direct competitor, it'll be difficult for consumers to figure out who the authentic brand is. And as a trademark attorney, I've even had problems figuring out who the authentic brand owner is. Now, the last thing you want is your brand associated with a scam or crappy product. You won't last long on Amazon as those negative reviews will just pile up and keep possible customers away. Businesses that have proven themselves to be dependable are just as vulnerable as businesses that are just starting to make a name for themselves. So depending on how great your brand is, someone will want to joyride on the fame and make some quick bucks off your efforts and your clients. So some will even register your brand for trademark if you haven't done so already. So make sure that you proactively go ahead and get that trademark registered. Even with trademark rights, they can register the brand on Amazon and report your account as violating their intellectual property, even though you're the legitimate business. So yes, it can be a bit of a mess on Amazon. And that's why I always teach and harp on my customers and clients to please, please focus on building a business around your brand and do not fall into the trap of building an Amazon-centric business. Now, scammers are out there, they're pervasive, and they're really looking to make some quick money, and they are generally not in it for the long game. These scammers will go ahead and trademark your brand as a legally valid way to exploit you, and I've seen this happen several times. Now, you may be forced to rebrand or start a legal process of proving ownership to get your brand back. And instead of trudging through all of those hassles, really consider starting that trademarking process right at the very beginning. Be proactive. It will save you time, money, and your brand's reputation. 
So let me ask, do you or anyone you know have an amazing or an interesting or a downright horrifying brand experience, particularly with Amazon? I would love to know about it. I just might feature you on a future episode. We really do learn from the wins and the mistakes of others. That's all for this episode. I want to thank you so much for tuning in and sticking with me. I hope you loved it, and I hope you found all the content here of value. I'll see you in the next episode. And remember, never stop learning. Thanks for listening to Trademarks Made Easy with Susie Hickson, the private label lawyer. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe anywhere you find podcasts or at theprivatelabellawyer.com. Remember, the information provided in the Trademarks Made Easy podcast should not be construed as legal advice. It's for informational and entertainment purposes only. It should not be considered a substitute for legal advice. Also, I'm not your attorney. You should engage with an attorney to discuss your specific legal issues. And finally, while I have taken precautions to ensure that the content of my podcast is current and accurate, errors can occur, and thankfully, like us, the laws are ever-evolving.